Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out up-to-date cruise news at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll get 10 tips for better cruises from Paul Motter of cruisemates.com. And listener Jade will talk about her recent Bermuda cruise aboard Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. But first, Stuart on the Cruise Guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Stuart, last week, Norwegian Cruise Lines announced they're going to make some renovations to a couple of their ships. What ships and what kind of renovations are we going to see? NCL announced that they're going to be refurbishing their Norwegian Spirit and Norwegian Jade. Uh, They'll be both uh, entering dry docks. Norwegian Spirit uh, is going to be doing a 13-day dry dock uh, beginning September 25th. And the good news is uh, Mobile, Alabama actually will uh, have have another cruise ship there for a short period of time. And then that will be followed by uh, Norwegian Jade. Uh, who will be getting her work done on an 11-day uh, dry dock uh, in March. Um, Jade is going to be getting a uh, getting one of the uh, specialty restaurants at Tras Korea, new carpeting and tile, uh, and they're actually going to finally uh, get the hull painted, um, which which has the Hawaii markings when it used to be the uh, you know pride of Hawaii. And um, the Norwegian Spirit uh, is going to be getting Wi-Fi and you know some new carpet and flat screens, and you know they're just going to make the uh, up the ships a bit. Right on. So we're at the very end of the Alaska season, and it seems some passengers uh, missed the ship. They missed the boat there aboard Princess Cruise's Diamond Princess. Uh, I guess they were on a shore excursion in Haines, Alaska. Is that right? Yeah, they, they were actually 60 passengers. They were on a, an excursion in, uh, in Haines, and there was some extremely bad weather, so they were unable to get back to the ship in time. So what happened was the Princess actually had to arrange a, an overnight ferry for them to be able to get them uh, up to the ship and rejoin uh, in Glacier Bay. And uh, the good news is, you know, again, Princess took care of that. They, they also gave them uh, credit for, uh, you know, shipboard credit one night for, you know, the missed day. Um, so, uh, you know, every, everyone was happy. This is sad news on the Carnival Conquest. Uh, Friday, a 39-year-old man fell overboard or jumped overboard? Well, the, there were some eyewitnesses that, that claimed the, the man jumped from, from one of the upper decks uh, as the ship was uh, preparing to uh, depart Cozumel or departed Cozumel on the way back up to uh, Galveston. And, uh, you know, so the ship turned around, went back to where the passenger jumped, and they were joined by Mexican authorities who uh, took over the search and rescue operation and conquest was uh, released and had to, you know, make its way back up to Galveston. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the passenger was never recovered. That's oh, horrible. Yeah, it really is. Disney Cruise Lines adding a second Hawaiian cruise. Tell us all about that one. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, they're going to have a second sailing, which is going to be a 14-nighter departing Los Angeles on uh, October 14th. The demand for the West Coast um, Hawaii sailings on Disney Wonder has been amazing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's such a unique way to be able to go visit Hawaii. And, you know, Disney joins Holland America and Princess uh, doing those uh, West Coast uh, departures uh, to and from the islands. And uh, so Disney said, hey, you know what? We're going to, our, our, our passengers requested it. We're going to deliver. And so October 12th, I'm sorry, October 14th will be the second sailing in 2012. And, you know, who knows? They could always add another one. And speaking of that, you could spend the holidays in Hawaii thanks to Cunard's uh, Queen Victoria. Yeah, it's, it's, that's pretty interesting. You know, when you get to combine, you know, two holidays, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canard Lines uh, Queen Victoria is going to be doing a 14-night uh, cruise to the islands. 
from Los Angeles. And I, and I bring this up because the airfares to and from Hawaii at that time is the absolute peak of the entire year. And for people wanting to be able to go and experience Hawaii, uh, you know, $1,595 is the starting price. And, I mean, that is, it really seems, you know, very low for a holiday, you know, you know, because I could tell you if you wanted to do just a seven-night cruise on Oasis or Allure, I mean, you're not going to get on that on either of those ships for under 2500 per person for a week. So, you know, here's $1,600 for two weeks. Uh, it'll save a lot of people. I mean, the airfare alone, if, you know, going to Hawaii at that time of year for some people can easily cost uh, almost $2,000 a person. Here's a great way to be able to do it. Uh, you know, it's like a limo. You know, arrive in style, experience the Hawaiian Islands, and you know, spend time with the family on one of the classiest ships afloat. Aloha. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stuart. Hey, it is a pleasure. And, uh, you know, get out there. There's some amazing deals. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're cruising from New Orleans and have time to spare before your cruise, how about booking a cemetery tour? You'll find plenty of tour operators that offer these tours, which most definitely should include a walk through the historic St. Louis Cemetery No. 1, which opened in 1789 and houses the tomb of Marie Laveau, the voodoo queen of New Orleans, as well as Lafayette Cemetery, which you might recognize from various movies shot in New Orleans. Along the way, you'll learn about voodoo, history, rituals, and the city's unique above-ground burial customs. You can find out more at NewOrleansOnline.com. From cruisemates.com, Mr. Paul Motter. Welcome back to Cruise Radio, Paul. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Very good. Recently, you had an article, 10 Tips for Better Cruises. Number one, pick the right cruise line. Yes, I I tried to, to start basic. There are a lot of different cruise lines out there, and obviously there's a cruise line for everyone, and they vary from carnivals, fun ships, you know, to the very serious exploration ships with with lectures every day, and expedition vessels that go, say, to the Arctic in search of polar bears. Hmm, I want to do that. All right, number two, pick the right ship. Right. Just inside Carnival Cruise Lines alone, you can go from a very small ship to huge ships that are, you know, crowded and busy, but with great entertainment and big casinos and stuff like that. So, you know, just within the scope of one cruise line, you can go from a brand new shiny ship to an older vessel that's almost like old style cruising. So you can't say, you know, just one cruise line is like this. You have to pick a specific ship within that cruise line. Be date flexible for best price. Yeah, this is something that a lot of people who are not regular cruisers do not understand. Cruises are not like trains. They don't do the same route week after week and charge the same price 
all the time. They are actually priced using capacity control or yield management, which are two terms from the airline industry, which basically means the cruise line gets as much money as it can get for that cruise fare. So when you book a cruise, you need to look for the best price, and it can change on a daily or even an hourly basis. Um, so the, the prime time to book a cruise right now is actually just about two to three months out. And we call that last-minute booking in the cruise industry. Here's one we always stress on the show. Use a travel agent. Right. A lot of people don't understand that the travel agent's commission comes from the cruise line. It does not cost anything extra for you to use a travel agent to book a cruise. However, travel agents have a lot of benefits to you. For example, they book in volume, so they get more benefits from the cruise line you know, solely because they book in volume. And they have a better rapport with the cruise line. And if something should go wrong, you have an advocate with a lot more pull with the cruise line using your travel agent rather than trying to defend yourself. Number five, and kind of touched upon this earlier, book later for the best price, early for the best selection. Right. Right now, last-minute cruises are have the best prices. However... You're not going to get your your pick of cabin and other things that you may want to assure yourself of when you book the cruise. So if you book early, you can get the exact cabin that you want, maybe something on the bow of the ship or the the stern looking backwards. Um, You can make sure you get reservations for the restaurants you want on the nights you want, get your anniversary in the best restaurant and things like that. Pre-book restaurants and shore tours online pre-cruise. Yes. These days, you can organize your entire cruise on the website for the cruise line. And it's actually very easy. All you need is your booking number. You just go into the website, put in your booking number, and you can make reservations for those restaurants and shore excursions, as we discussed. So you want to pre-book them before the cruise because these days, that's what everybody's doing. And you have to get in there before everybody else. In the old days, people used to line up on the first day of the cruise to get the tours and the, and the reservations they wanted. That's now too late. You have to do it before your cruise online. Number seven, arrive the night before. This is something that experienced cruisers always do. They will fly into the cruise port before the cruise starts the night before, and they'll stay in a hotel. That way they can get to the cruise ship leisurely the next day instead of worrying about making connections in Chicago, you know, things like that. If you're trying to fly in on the same day, especially these days, you know, when every flight is divided up, um, you could easily miss a connecting flight or have a delayed flight or miss your cruise for another reason. Totally. Pack lighter. Cruise lines are not as formal as they used to be. Um, Even if they have formal nights, they are less formal than they used to be. That's one reason. The other reason is that the airlines are now charging extra for more checked luggage. So you don't, you no longer need to have a cosmetic case and a shoe case. You know, other things, the way people used to pack, it's just not feasible anymore. Number nine here, you say uh, ship tours are more convenient but cost more. Absolutely. Ship tours, as provided by the cruise line that you book through the cruise line, are very convenient because they will tell you exactly where to meet your tour conductor. Um, 
They'll put you on the right bus, and they'll make sure that you get back to the ship on time before the ship leaves that day. If you go on your own, you risk all those all those things, missing your tour, missing your return home, and things like that. Um, but ship tours do cost a little bit more than if you are, go independently, if you hire just a taxi or something like that. Number 10 is always good advice, travel insurance. Yes. You know, I don't really know the figure for how many people actually take out travel insurance. If you read the forums, everybody does. But in real life, I, I think it's probably less than 50%. But in fact, travel insurance generally costs about four to ten percent of your entire vacation cost, and it will take care of most contingencies. When you buy travel insurance, just know one thing: if it says it's covered, it's covered. If it doesn't say it's covered, it's not covered. Very good. It's always nice to have you, Mr. Paul Motter from CruiseMates.com. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that was good advice. Good advice, good advice costs nothing and it's worth the price. I sincerely doubt that the world could do without five good advice. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Hazen? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? One got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Yeah. Cruise one. Cruise one has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's one 800 Cruise One, or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah, Cruise One. From just outside Detroit, Michigan, listener Jade Springer recently took a five-night cruise aboard Royal Caribbean's Explore of the Seas out of Cape Liberty in New Jersey. First of all, welcome, Jade. Thank you. Earlier in the show, we talked to Paul Motter, and one of his tips was arrived the night before. Did you do that? Did you fly in uh, the day before? Uh, actually, yeah, we drove from Michigan, and okay. we did get in the night before, but my sister actually got married on the ship, oh, so cool. everyone kind of gathered together the night before, but I think it was a great idea to do that. How was embarkation? Was it a smooth process? Yeah, everything was everything was smooth. Everyone was so nice, so wonderful. It was really fantastic. What ports did you hit? Um, actually, we only went from Cape Liberty straight to Bermuda. We docked on the naval dock, mm-hmm. Kings Wharf, and um, that was the only time we really stopped. What were your impressions of the public areas? Everything, from my perspective, was awesome. Like, unbelievable, to be honest. Nothing, I've never been on a cruise before, so it was nothing like I had ever seen. Everything was, like, extravagant. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like, over the top, wonderful. Yeah. How was the, how was the food? The food was fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, we went to dinner every night. We had the same uh, waiters, and um, it was it was out of this world. It was awesome. We had such a huge selection of what we wanted to eat, and um, everything came out fantastic. How were your uh, rooms? The rooms were, I mean, we had an inside stateroom, so, I mean, it was small, but we didn't really spend a whole lot of time there, and they came in cleaned, and everything was always 
you know, spick and span. So it wasn't really, I mean, obviously it was small, but I think everyone's room was kind of small on the ship, but we didn't spend time there, so <laughs> it was fine. You were uh, out enjoying a lot of the entertainment, I assume, then. How was the entertainment? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. We went to the ice show, which was fantastic. Nothing like I'd ever seen before. They had some really great, great figure skaters on board, obviously, to do the show. We also went to the comedy show, which was really fantastic. My brothers got to play in a dodgeball like tournaments. <laughs> they got gold medals. It was awesome. It was really <laughs> fun cool. and awesome. Uh, did you do any gambling? You know what? A little bit. Did you or anybody in your party win anything? Yeah, my sister-in-law actually, uh, I think, won about $500 playing the three-card poker. Sweet. Now, did you do anything uh, interesting or special while you were in port and in Bermuda? Um, yeah, we took advantage. We were only there for a day and a half. So mm -hmm. the first day, we got out as soon as we could. We were actually on the water by 11 o'clock in the morning jet skiing. We did that for about an hour and a half. Um, and then we came back. We had about a half hour of downtime. And then we went straight to our snorkeling excursion and, you know, went and did that. That took probably about three hours. And then um, that night, we went out to the snorkel park on the island and they had a big party going on there, people doing the limbo and all that. And then the next morning, we got up really early to go and watch the sunrise on one of the beaches. There was about six of us that went and did that. And then we came back early afternoon and went parasailing. And then by the time that was all over, it was time to uh, head back to New Jersey. Have you uh, spent any time in the islands of the Caribbean before? No, no. This so, is my first, first trip to a tropical island. So this was pretty heavenly for you. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was awesome. I would recommend anyone go on a cruise and do it, and I would easily do it again. Well, that brings me to uh, any first-timer tips cruising aboard uh, Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. You know what? To be honest, I would say don't stress so much about the money, I guess, to be honest, because that's what everyone told me is that, you know, cruise ships, you know, can really end up costing a lot because you're on the ship for so many days. Like, you don't really have anywhere else to go. You have to buy anything that you need on the ship. But if you prepare and you bring everything that you're going to need, I really only spent money on the drinks that I bought. Right. So I, I didn't, at the, end of, at the end of the week, when they said my bill was what it was, I was, like, shocked. I was, like, awesome. Like, I expected <laughs> to spend way more than I actually did. And I had a blast. So... Very good. And, and getting back home was easy. A disembarkation off the ship and getting uh, getting to your car and all that. Yeah, everything was super easy. They actually had the express checkout where if you could carry your own luggage, then you could meet at 830 in the morning in one of the dining rooms. Mm -hmm. And right. then you got to go straight down, carry your own luggage off the ship. And it, it was no hassle. We were off of the ship by literally 845 in the morning. So when's your next cruise? Um, I don't know right now, but uh, if the opportunity comes, I will definitely take it and go again. Very good, very good. Uh, listener Jade Springert, thank you so much for sharing your experience. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, not a problem. All right, that's going to do it. Get the very latest cruise news on our new and improved website, cruiseradio.net. It's all right there on the homepage. Plus, you can get instant alerts. Fill out your email address under where it says Instant Email Updates. We put a couple of new videos inside our video vault at cruiseradio.net. Just click on video. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, 
Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.